We know them poor and we know them big. Things that some man a do, tell them not to eat. Cause the fastest thing them a go get is a read. Rasta no bitch and no way we no bore. Woman a sell, but we no buy. Last of my park, no way pump back road. I swear me, rather no go port more. But bow a shanty say we love nice things. Big fat car with big nice rims. But me no know where some a do for such things. So me fire upon a boy with a weird nose ring. Stop exercise cause me no like jack. Cause them queen they a go on too bad. Me no know where some man a go tell God how man make man a turn them like knob. When you see the bubble them out that we different. When you see the dingy them out that we different. When you see the 12 child out that we different. Road boy a road boy we do things different. When you see the bubble them out that we different. When you see the dingy them out that we different. When you see the 12 child them out that we different. Rasta a rasta we do things different. Love for them for. Like I said, anytime you hear this rhythm in the background, got to big up Bugle. It's all about kickoff. Now we talk to some of the selectors and a lot of the contenders from the U.S. Rumble. Black Magic had some little things to say. Easy said, expect the unexpected. And he is representing the cosmic movements. That means it's time to talk to one of the organizers, one of the main men involved in the Irish and Chin brand. We're talking to Chin. Yo, Chin, you're there. Yeah, Mama, there. Right. Like I said, I know Chin is always working, always doing something in the business. So where do where do where do we find you today? Where is Chin today? I'm actually in the streets, just making sure all of the uh, street promotion is being covered for the Rumble and other things as well. Now, now, as the days leading up to the Rumble, sometimes people don't understand the promotion background. You do double the amount of work, or it's like, nah, I'm chilling. All the money's in the back. Um. With me, it's always constant work because, you know, um, New York has the uh, Rumble, preparing for the Rumble for um, uh, the 22nd of April. But at the same time, I'm also making the preparations for the other Rumbles in the, the other respective countries, you know. So it's like triple triple the work for me. Um, it's an it's kind of like an everyday. There is something to do to organize these Rumbles. I, I, I continuously say to everyone, like, nobody realizes how hard it is to be able to keep all of these Rumbles at one time. You know what I mean? You can't wait till one is finished to start promoting and getting the lineup for another one. Everything has to kind of be done simultaneously. So while I'm driving and putting up posters or because i still do that you know and that's that's i think that's one of the keys to the success of our brand like right. i still do that i still go out and put flyers on cars i still put up banners i still put up posters i still do that because that's the real way that you get the feedback off of the street to know that you got to go harder or you know every it's buzzing and you can ease up a little bit you know what i mean you know when your chance to in your bed tonight i said sure i'm not gonna go but put out a flyer because i'm dead on the road whole week last week and people are talking about it mm-hmm. you're not gonna know that as a promoter unless you're out there in the streets and then when you're out there in the streets because the best critiques of your project or your product is the people who you're expecting to support your product, mm-hmm. right? the consumers. So when you're in the streets and they get a chance to run into you and hold a vibe with you and tell yourself, boy, I love the lineup, but this person shouldn't have been in it. Uh, yo, I hate the lineup. Should I use these set of sounds? <laughs> it gives you more you know, incentive and a better approach for the next time around when you're erecting the project again. You know, So it's, it's an everyday job. I like it. I like it. His name is Chin. We have him again here. This is called Sound Clash. This is Classes in Session right here. This is another episode right here. Sun Splash the Mix Show. Now, Chin, just like you said, sometimes you have to actually meet 
the patrons. These are people that's putting money into the event, putting money into your pockets the same way. So you got to be visible. Now let's talk about social media. We talk to a lot of the other selectors. Some of them don't really buy into boy. I got to post every day. I got to, you know, play 15 seconds of the dubs. I just voice, but you as a promoter, sometimes you want to see more promotion. How does that work with, with some people who just don't have that in their background? it's a no winning battle. Like it, it, it's, it's a no winning battle with, with, I guess, talent and promoters because, you know, talent has this assumption that they sell themselves. So if the dance or the event flops, the talent would say that the promoter did not do a good job. Right. Right. The talent tends to feel like they are always in demand and people want to see them. So you figure this, a sound system can win a clash with 150 people in the venue. But all of a sudden, that sound system no longer wants to feel that they need to post and say, get ready for this dance and get ready for that dance because they feel like they're rich. You know, it's like the sound systems that we inspire to be like, you know, whether it be the, the mighty crowns, the jarros, the day Sadducees, the fire links, the, the, the Matarans, whoever you would say is the top tier, you know, in your, in your vision, right? These people put in work and in the days that they were coming up, there wasn't social media. So they really had to put in work. You right. know what I mean? Right. They had to be out there pumping their brand. They had to be making their mixtapes, dropping them off to the various, um, you know, CD and cassette vendors to try to get their branding out there. It was all work. You know what I mean? Um, today, it's a lot easier because you can just sit on around a computer and you can reach so many people at one time. Mm -hmm. However, these sound men, and I can't say sound women because I haven't worked with the women yet. Not yet. The not sound yet. men... Yeah, not yet. I'm not saying that I won't, but I haven't, you know, I can't generalize because I haven't worked with them yet. But I know that the sound men feel like it is solely the promoter's job to promote their brand. That's it. So they go on to doing whatever they think it's necessary throughout their day, but they wouldn't say that I'm going to be at the next um, Japrin's big clash that's coming up, even though it's a good look for them. Right. It's not their job. You know, they're not going to say, oh, I just won, you know, I'm going to be on World Clash. I'm going to, they think that that's the promoter's job. Now, as a promoter, I understand and I get it. And I agree with it when you have a brand that sells. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to go keep an alkaline show, or a bounty killer show or a beanie man show, vibes cartel show, you're not really gonna need them to help you because their brand is gonna sell itself. You just need to do the proper advertisement. Mm -hmm. But when you're advertising new brands that nobody knows or cares about, you kinda do need the assistance of these people. And how do you convince them that you need their assistance? It just doesn't work. It doesn't happen. Right. Because in their mind, the reason why they're booked for your event is because they're a big sound. Mm -hmm. And they think they've done the work already. No, no disrespect to those who are very active in the Clash community and then those who are visible in the juggling community. But there's a, there's a difference between being active in the Clash community and being active, right? Because as we know, most of our events you know in the arena now ranges anywhere from 150 people to 300 people right 
So when someone like Chin or another prominent, you know, Clash Bruno Motor, because I'm not the only one, comes to you, your assistance is needed because we're not only trying to target the 150 people who are talking about what you've done at your last clash. Mm-hmm. You're trying to target reggae fans, dancehall fans, who don't know what you did at the last clash with 150 people. But they would be willing to listen and form some type of interest if it was explained to them. If they turned on their social media feed and every minute they saw you pop up and they see this promotion going on, they'll say, okay, let me check it out. Um, Burger King and McDonald's and, and Popeye's, all they have to do is put their brand, you know, a sign up in front of their store and people are going to drive by and say, oh, there's a Popeye's and they're going to go in. Right. But these people still run commercials on TV. They still promote. Even though they have a brand that speaks for itself, they still promote. Irish and Chin, we have a brand that speaks for itself, but guess what? I'm still in the streets. I'm still hanging um, um, banners. I'm still running from police. I'm still doing all of the necessary things that we have to do to still keep the brand where it needs to be. So sometimes it's really disheartening to realize that you, you you believe in the sound to say, okay, I believe in you. And I want to put you on the rumble because I maybe you might not be the best now, but I see where you can be the best. You know, I want to give you a shot to go on the world class stage. And then the sound systems turn around and don't even assist you in promoting the brand that you believe in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the rumble stage is giving them more visibility than 15 of the classes that they've done in their last, you know, five years. So, yeah, it, it, you know, it is becoming challenging. And I'm sure I'm not speaking for myself as a promoter. Mm-hmm. Um, these sound systems all feel that because they got a bunch of dub plates, them reach. You know what I mean? And all they want to do is get billed for an event. And once they get billed for the event, they're my big song. That's it, you know? And if they win a trophy, forget about it. You can't talk to them, even though there was five people in the van. You can't talk to them. That's what we like right here, a conversation about the sound clash industry. And obviously this transfers over to even if it was the Canadian Rumble, you've kept the Japanese Rumble, and now the UK Rumble also is coming up. When we talk now about content, we, we ask some of the sounds that we've interviewed already, the contenders, about the dub box. You now as a promoter, not just because you're a sound boy too, you're select the same way. But the dub box, does the size of the dub box matter? You as a promoter, you had to kind of balance bigger quote-unquote sounds, visible sounds. But is it everybody have to have to? I, it? As, a, as a promoter, I don't care about the size of someone's dub box. I care about their talent. I care about their execution. I care about their ability to draw people to the event. You know, I care about creating that story. Um, I spent many years of my life being a promoter, right? Now I try to lean more over to being a producer of events. So not only a promoter, but a producer. The difference is that a promoter puts a package together and he really, he or she doesn't really care how the event works out because I promised you Movado and Movado's here. How he performs is just how he performs. Exactly. You know, I, I, I fulfilled my obligation by giving you the talent that's on my flyer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A producer tends to look at 
the situation and say, okay, this is Movado's strength. This is his weakness. Okay, if this is his weakness. I'm going to get somebody to fill this void. Um, you know, if I'm going to use Stone Love and I'm going to say, okay, Rory's going to come. I know that Rory plays a certain type of music and he's really good at that. But the people might want to hear another genre of music that Rory doesn't play. So I'm going to find someone who's also good at playing that genre in order to get that well-rounded experience. That's what producers do. You produce the event to get a final product that you can be proud of. And um, when I'm putting my lineups together, that's where I am now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So some people might say, yo, that another body sound in a in a, Atlanta. Right. So why is he on the flyer? He's on the flyer because Chin sees where he brings or she brings a different element to the stage, to the competition, to make it a well-rounded competition. So in some cases, if I may have four sounds that I know are heavy dub plate sounds, right, I right. may go for two sounds that are not heavy dub plate sounds, but they are heavy 45 sounds because I want to balance the experience of the consumer. I want them to get the dub plates, but I also want them to understand the art of using 45s to also compete. Perfect. You know what I mean? Um, you may have some guys who are not really at good at speech as you would like them to be, but you've got somebody that every time he opens his mouth, it's something controversial, so you want that person to be uh, on your staging as well. Uh, so um, when I look for to put together an event, I look for a, a couple of things. I look to produce a balanced event as best as I can, you know, pick, pick from the pickings that I have. I also look um, who performs well on stage, you know, who has character. There's a lot of factors that gets you on my stage. It's not only about because you have been cutting dubs from 1985 and you got a couple Tennessee dubs and you got some garnet silk. I don't really care about that anymore. As a sound man, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you know, um, Ja Prince can play 15 Tennessee. That's wicked. Right. But as a producer, it doesn't matter to me anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What matters to me is that I can stand up at the, the, en- the exit, which is usually the entrance, mm-hmm. um, and when everybody's leaving, they can say to me, Chin, I enjoyed the event, you know? And, and, you know, and I can see people laughing and people having their own private conversations about the event. Then I can say, I did a good job at producing a sound clash. Mm-hmm. We love it. This is the road to world clash. This is the leg of the U.S. Rumble. There are seven contenders in this edition, 2017. Now, we in the industry can understand that there are rivals. Some of the sounds is going to downplay them. Like, nah, me and the man, them cool. Me and the song, man, them cool. Nah, nah, nah. There's some rivals. There's been some words thrown over the years. Did that play a part into the lineup, obviously? Yes. Um, you know, last year's U.S. Rumble, which was the first... Um, um, you know, one to kick off the, the U.S. Rumble series. It was the, the what would you call a test tube child. Mm-hmm. Um, when I realized that that one was working and people gravitated to it and we got numbers that normally it would take big sounds to get, but we got them with, you know, local sound systems, so to speak, throughout the U.S. Um, I realized that this year I have to top that. I have to find a way to top that. And the only way for me to top it was to bring a little bit of controversy in, um, put sound systems together that has been rumored that they have been avoiding playing with each other, put sound systems together that I've seen on the internet throwing, you know, 
jabs at each other's mm-hmm. credibility and talent and so forth to get that conversation going. And then now, you know, when I present it to the Clash people, they could say, wow, this is going to be crazy because this person and this person was arguing a couple of months ago on the Internet. This person and this person come from the same city and they don't play together. This person and this person, you know what I mean? So you, you want to get that conversation there. Rivalry is the real key to a good sound clash. So I definitely um, did that, you know, and then there's some sounds that I put in there just because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to bring it from a different angle. So like, for instance, a platinum kid, you know, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, continue this vision that I have of one sound system arena, not you know, you're a juggler, you're a clasher, but one sound system arena where everybody can um, compete using their talent, you know? So, you know, a Jimmy Spliff can compete using his hardcore rude boy drop dubs this you vibe you know what i mean right. but at the same time platinum kids may be able to be able to compete by juggling and keeping the tempo motivated and and you know keeping everybody jumping and so forth and so forth i want it to be an experience i don't want the contender i mean the, the patrons to only see contenders from one aspect of the the culture right. i want every aspect of the culture on my stages and that's the juggling side and the class side we love it we love it his name is chin we only have him for a couple of minutes we got to ask him two more questions just like you said the patrons um they're used to stage shows they're used to going to club parties free before you know two for one little specials this is forty dollars just straight 40 um how did we come up with just saying yo i just it's two twenties i that we want i came up with it because you know and and again I understand that a lot of the promoters are spending a lot of money to put these events together. Um, and, and one thing that I realize that's happening is that I think a lot of events are getting carried away with the gate price, you know, like really carried away. Here in New York, you're going to some dances for $50, you know. Um, some people even get brave enough to go to $60, but the, the entertainment package that they're putting together it's not of a $60 caliber. It's not of a $50 caliber. You know, um, I've always been a trendsetter. I've always done things my way. And I always try to stay true to myself in what I'm doing. So the lineup for the U.S. Rumble is not something that is an overwhelming amount of money, right, to put on. It's not something where I'm paying the sound systems five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand dollars. So I with I could not justify it to myself to be charging fifty dollars to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a justification. It's a it's a check and balance. You know what I mean? Because if World Crash is fifty and sixty dollars, why would Rumble also be fifty and sixty dollars? It doesn't make sense. It makes the com- the com- um the consumers doubt you. You know what I mean? It 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 puts a bad image and, and this is just my perspective i'm speaking of me you know i can't tell anyone else what their you know their profit margin is and what their break-even point is i know what works for me so i said listen forty dollars all night right now i know that many people feel that when you say forty dollars if they come at two o'clock it's going to be sixty dollars because that's usually the gimmick so it's just forty dollars all night so whether you come at eight o'clock or you come at three o'clock in the morning it's still $40 all night. We did it last week, last year, and it, it worked flawlessly. You know what I mean? And at the same time, you just pay at the gate. So all money's collected at the gate. There's no advance tickets. You know, all of that headache is out of it. It's right. just, I'm just simplifying things to the way I think that they need to be. And, and don't 
get it twisted, people, those of you who are listening to the vibe that, you know, myself and Jeff Prince is having right now on the radio, we are in need of some new ideals and new visions for the Sound Clash Arena. It is becoming very stagnant, you know, but it still can be enjoyed. It still can be executed the right way. And we still need you guys to come out and help us bring it into the next generation or the next decade of sound system comp competitions. And this is why we do certain things. I tend to look at some of the things that people complain about, some of the things that I personally would complain about if I was a consumer, mm -hmm. and I try to change them. And going to a clash and paying $50 for some of these lineups is just crazy. crazy. You know what I mean? And that's just my opinion. So it is me coming to the call of some of the consumers or some of the cries of the consumers and saying, okay, you know what? It's U.S. Rumble. It's not world clash. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to 50 and $60. And that's just where it is. I like it. I like it. His name is Chin. We got one more question before we let you move forward. It's all about the U.S. Rumble Saturday, April 22nd. Just like you said, you had to, you had to, you had to tweak some things every year because that's how our in, in entertainment mu music it's, it's, it's our culture. It's moving forward, so there's always going to be something to tweak. Let's talk about the rules. The last thing we got to ask, are there any specific rules, judges, that our patrons need to know? When you get there, and we do mean get there early, because when the door's open, the door's open. So what are the rules that we have to pay attention to first round, second round? I mean, rules, the rules are simple. It's, 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 you know, I have made all Irish and Chin competitions, 45 and dub plates, um, you know, equipped. So it's, they can play 45, they can play dub plates until um, the, the round where three sounds are left. So it starts off with seven sounds. There will be no elimination in the first round. It's a courtesy round. It would be disrespectful, I believe, to you know, make a sound prepare so much to compete and then they don't get to feel out the crowd the right way in the first round and then they're eliminated you know, after 10 minutes. So you know, we usually, it's customary to give them two rounds before we start an elimination. So the first round is a free round, and then the second round, at the end of the second round, we start to eliminate sound systems, right? Now, throughout all of these early rounds, you can play 45s. It doesn't have to be, you know, a mixture. If you want to play all 45s and you think you can get away with it, then do so. Mm -hmm. If you want to mix it 75, you know, 25, 50, 50, 60, 40, it depends on how you are equipped to mm -hmm. do whatever you do. And who will give you that grade is the consumers in front of you. So if you're playing 40% 45s and the consumers are into it, then it's all good. All the thing that I'm looking for is crowd response. I'm not looking for who plays over dub plates, who plays over 45s. I'm not interested in any of that. My modern-day way of judging clashes and the brand that we are representing now is just come to a clash, and have fun. Who allows the audience to erupt the most and have the most fun should be crowned the victor of the night. So you, you're using your music to ignite cheers and forwards and roars from the crowd. And at the end of the night, if the crowd says that Ja Prince gave him the most roars, however, Ja Prince was the one that played the most 45s, I don't care. I just want the audience to leave being fully entertained and satisfied with what took place throughout the night. But that being said, we allow 45s and dub plates to be played until there's only three more sounds remaining on the stage. Mm -hmm. That is what we call the traditional, traditional 45 shop lock round. When the 45 shop lock, then it can only be dub plates. 
So when the three sounds are left on the stage, those three sounds have to compete with dub plates. When that round is over, one sound system will be eliminated, and then we go into the tune for tune round. And of course, you guys know, traditionally, tune for tune is always a dub plate face-off. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Right? So, again, um, I'm trying to introduce the art of playing 45s. Or reintroduce, I should say, because this is not something that I've invented. This is how it used to be, right? And I want to urge the sound men them to kill, defeat, challenge their opponents with 45s, as well as dub plates. Mm -hmm. And one of the main reasons why we're doing this is because the dub plate prices are getting so astronomical that if we keep depending on dub plates to you know, to compete, then eventually there'll be no sound clashing because the promoters can't afford to pay and the sounds can't afford to buy dubs to compete. And the consumers will then have to end up paying X amount of money if you get where I'm coming from. Yep. Reset so again, I'm urging those of you that, you know, who love the soundboy culture, those of you who want to be part of the, the culture, those of you who, you know, want to see this thing last forever or at least for another 20 years, I grew up being a sound boy. I'm an o older person now, and I'm still a sound boy. And I owe that to the people who came and did it before me that set the way and preserved it for my generation to take it up. And now our challenge is to preserve it for the next generation to come inherit it and take it up as well. And in order to do so, we have to make the necessary changes. Every generation is attracted to different things. Mm, mm. They have different interests. You know what I mean? And we can't keep our culture of sound clashing in the 90s and the 80s by, you know, keep, you know, making these mandatory traditional rules that we see is not transcending to the new generation. Uh -huh. It's just going to turn them away. So, again, come to the, the sound clashes with an open mind. Not only rumble. This conversation is about every single sound clash on the planet. Right. Open mind. You know what I mean? You know, respect the art of, of, of Jamaican dancehall culture because this is where it started. The sound men um, started this thing. This is where the music was exposed. This is where new artists was formed. This is where new music got to become popular from sound system culture. And we want to keep it going that way. It's all about the industry. Salute to everybody who is listening. Like you said, it's not just about the U.S. Rumble, but that is the main topic, obviously, for now. The U.S. Rumble, Saturday, April 22nd. His name is Chin. That's the way you have to be passionate, just like the fans are passionate. Just like you said, when they leave the venue, they didn't hear all the songs they wanted to hear, and they're going to point their fingers. So we all got to take our, our responsibility when it comes to that. His name is Chin. When he said doors open at 9, clash starts at 11, that's all true, right? Yes, that's all right. So make sure you guys get there early. Don't be those type of people who just come for the tune for tune or the last round. And I saw you enjoy song clash. You want to see who's setting the pace from early. And especially these competitions that are dubbed Rumble are the ones that are letting, you know, creating national champions, right? And that's what it's about. It's about creating national champions every year. And those national champions go on to compete on an international level, which is the world clash. We need to be careful of who we're sending to compete, you know, to represent our, our, you know, city 
in the diaspora. You know what I mean? So again, thank you for having me, um, Prince. And at the end of the day, just you know, keep SoundClash alive. That's what this is about. I know you wanted to talk to me about Rumble, but I'm speaking to you guys just about SoundClash in general. Keep it alive. Support the promoters who are putting their money out to keep these events. Promoters, you have a responsibility to make sure that, you know, you're now trying to make the, the, the patrons enjoy themselves and you're not hitting them over their head. Um... With the entrance price, this is a shared responsibility. We are losing a culture that's so important to all of us. And it's not only, you know, the sound man's responsibility or the patron's responsibility or the promoter's responsibility. It's a collective effort to make sure that this thing transcends into the next generation of um, dance hall fans. 100, 100. That's what it is. Salutes everybody who's listening. We're on the flavor. Music sounds better on the flavor. Thanks again, Chin, for checking in with the sound class. Class is in session. And like you said, right there, it's about everybody, even the media, even the producers of the rhythms. A lot of new artists. So I hope to hear some soca dubs at the U.S. Rumble. I'm going to put that out there. I hope to hear some female artists, something new, something fresh. You know, especially, depends on your knock it, you know what I'm saying? So big up Kevin Lloyd right now, new music right here. Yeah, yeah, I keep on crying for more. Any tune can get you a forward at the U.S. Rumble. Any tune can get you a forward. Even a 45. Gotta study your audience, gotta study your demographics. That was just Chin from Irish and Chin, Defenders of the Sound Clash Arena. Saturday, April 22nd, Club Amazura, US Rumble. Knock it, you know. When my knock it, my knock it, I'm lucky. Take time and I talk it. When my knock it, my knock it, I'm lucky. Sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it. My knock it, my knock it, I'm lucky. Take time and I clock it. She love it, I'm lucky. I'm lucky, I'm lucky. Sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it. Let's go. Watch out my feet, don't you go. Let me in my circle, let's go. See the wood, I'm not going to use my flake board. Rise and ready, I'll forgive it hardcore. Let's go. She don't want a missionary. No one no style where she find another dictionary. But she have a feeling like she riding. Straight course to the cemetery. Dead, she had it from the Agari. For the ladies, when Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, take time and I pack it. When Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it. Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, take time and I pack it. She love it to Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it. Watch out my feet, don't be slow. Set to the pipeline, yeah. head fly was gone, lift like a kite line, makes you sing like a wind chime. When Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, take time and I pack it, she love it, oh Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it, Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, take time and I pack it, she love it, oh Manaki, Manaki, Tamalaki, sometimes I push, sometimes I catch, this love is like beef to your party. 
girl, nothing can stop it. Oh. Never get it, my liver spicy. Never get it, daddy ever lively. Let it go. Watch on my floor, with my roof. Strokes melt you like fire to snow. Rock my fast, rock my slow. Let it go. All night we are gonna put on a show. You're feeling sexy. Put on your Louis V girl and sexy. This loving I got to kill your girl, just trust me. My DJ Khaled don't say me have your major key. So I'm gonna knock it, I'm gonna knock it and I'm lock it. Take time and I clock it, she love it, I'm gonna knock it. I'm gonna knock it and I'm lock it. Sometimes I push, sometimes I catch it. I'm gonna knock it, I'm gonna knock it and I'm lock it. Take time and I clock it, she love it, I'm gonna knock it. You see this world that we live in, uh, oh, it's so crazy. Then my young generation, you was other than a dark as a shady. Bust the youths, the mountain, a job prince. Bust the youths, the mountain, a job prince. You see this world that we live in, uh, oh, it's so crazy. My young generation, yeah, was other than a dark and so shady, it was cocky, baby. You see this world that we live in, uh, oh, it's so crazy. Then my young generation, yeah, was other than a dark and so shady, yeah, nah. Babies having babies, a man I kill old lady, while someone take a little baby. Take yourself and watch your taxis out there. Cause no taxi man a rape on them out there. When the marks away your name, tell them fi go away. Oh. You're not ready for the road yet, little girl. You see this world that we live in now? Oh, it's so crazy. Them a young generation, yeah, who's other than dark as we shady, who's parky, yeah. baby. You see this world that we live in now? Oh, it's so crazy. My young generation, you must have done a lot of shady. No more, no more. Young who get locked up in a jail, do not kill no more female, I swear. Uh-oh. Judge your words, I think you prevail. If I burn them at anywhere, all I. Because the kids are the future. And now we feel be them cuter. Teach them about Marcus and Eilish Selassie. Malcolm X and Mrs. Trinani. Say this world where we live in now. Oh, it's so crazy. Oh, crazy. Then my young generation, you're worse than a dark as we're shady. Oh, sparky, baby. See this world where we live in now. Oh, it's so crazy.